Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the D.C. Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. That's what I was going to say. That's so crazy. It's like we've been together so long. It's like you read my mind. Uh, Natasha is in a full bathrobe today and you look cute. You look you look like a sleepy little angel yeah i i was wanting comfort (laughs) you okay yeah yeah why were you wanting comfort sometimes you don't you just feel like that yeah want to give yourself a little hug yeah a bath and a hug i was yeah you're on uh, adorable on 10 right now you're giving our daughter a run for her money on the q factor did you smoke some cute weed you, you might have ate an edible, huh? I feel like edibles are cuter than smoking. Yeah, they can be too strong sometimes. You know, I've never had an edible. Guys, if you're listening, I've never had an edible. You think your don't lives are difficult? Don't send him one. Please don't say that to people. No, but if you think your lives are difficult, okay? I got sober at 15 years old and I never ate an edible. I want to eat an edible. But really what I want... You would not like it. You'd be totally in your head. You think so? Yeah. But what? Uh, what do you think I was, would no longer like smoking weed? Or I would like that, just I wouldn't like eating a dead double. I think you'd probably, yeah. You would still smoke it. You just wouldn't, wouldn't want to eat it. Uh-huh. Well, what makes you so mentally tough that you can chomp on edibles? Um, I'm not an addict. You think being an addict makes you more paranoid if you eat, if you eat weed? 
Well, if you have an addictive personality and you start taking edibles, I could see you like taking too many. Mm-hmm. You know? Dude, I've been watching Dope Sick on Hulu. Why do I always do advertisements for shit that I've been watching, but I have? I watched Nuclear Family or Nuclear. Don't know. Still don't know. <laughs> the second one? <laughs> our, our podcast uh, producer just said the second one. And she made a, uh, she made like a face like I was, like had a low IQ. Like she pointed her head and did a, the tiny sign. Anyway, nuclear, nuclear family on HBO mm-hmm. and dope sick on Hulu. Those are the two things I've been watching. It's all about the, uh, the advent of Oxycontin in this country and the way that the Sacklers who, by the way, bad for the Jews, by the way, Jewish family, um, the in big pharma, the way they got Oxycontin onto the market, it is brutal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of addicts, check out Dope Sick on Hulu. Why am I doing an ad for them? I've been watching Mrs. America about the women's movement. Did you know that oh, the... Speaking of bad for the Jews. Equal Rights Amendment never passed. I did know that. I did know that. Yes, I did. I did. I'm really enjoying it. I think it's on FX. You know who is a character in that... that um, I call her the, have you ever heard this? The Notorious RBG. (laughs) It's about Ruth, it's a nickname for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but it's like the Notorious Mm B.I.G. Anyway, listen, we got a couple bites on this whole eggs on ice thing, but, um, and this, we got a pretty hefty contender. I just got to tell the listeners, we got a contender out there that it'd be pretty tough to beat. But if you're a Mensa level IQ or you're like a pro athlete, you still got a shot. If you're kind of a regular schmo, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It might not work. But sent, you know what? At this point, if you're a regular schmo and you do want to give us your eggs, send us a picture of your, your baby that you had. And we'll see if it's if it's got the pedigree, you know? Um, Tasha, have you had a good week? Uh, yes, I had a great week. And, uh, you know, I was missing the podcast. I uh... We did a live podcast this yeah, week. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, with Pete Holmes and Val Cheney for you made it the endless honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty, it was pretty awesome. It's coming out on Monday, actually. Can't wait. You know what I can't wait for? What? This intro to end and the secrets to begin. Let's hear some. Hey, Marsha and Natasha. I have a secret. I broke up with my ex-husband back in 2014. And I remembered his login information to Facebook. And I used to log into his Facebook about three to four times a week for almost three years after we broke up. And I would just troll his pages and all of his messages. And I used to look at all of his messages to other girls. And I did find out that after he ended up getting a new girlfriend after me, that he was still talking to other women. And I never messaged anybody. I never did anything to mess with his life. But I could not stop looking at his Facebook for about three years after we broke up. I haven't logged in to his account in probably the past two years. I still kind of feel like I want to, but I have been able to stop myself. Yeah, so that's my secret. Love you guys. Love the podcast. Bye. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, I'm anti this. I'm anti this kind of snoopery. 
but I'm extremely anti the like if she had taken it to the next level, which is I messaged the girls that he was cheating on to pay forward the pain that he wrought upon me, I would have said I'm not into this, but I like how hardcore you are. But this version where you just know you could wreck damage upon them and then you just don't and keep snooping, I'm really not into that. You got is there a way for her to change the password? So that both she and the guy can't log in and she no, just no, tosses no. it into the ether? No, the answer is it, you have to know it's impossible to be in a healthy relationship where you also snoop. On your ex's Facebook. Yeah, like you can't really like, I don't know, I just feel, I feel like you have to get over that. Yeah, I would agree with you, Natasha. Don't you think? I do think, I do. I think I rarely look at your Facebook anymore. <laughs> All right, one more, one more. Two more, three more. We just started. Hey, Tosh. Hey, Mosh. So um, my secret is that I have a crazy, huge armpit fetish. Um, Not a lot of people know except for the very few close um, sexual partners I've been with. Um, It's something that drives me crazy. I don't know what it is. Um, When I am having sex with a guy, and I get a whiff of his armpit, I feel my body electrified. It is the craziest feeling. I don't know what it is. I don't know how I developed that, but it drives me absolutely crazy. Uh, Thank you. I think this is like wholesome fun, you know? Yeah, and I, I mean, why not like it? Well, it's also so easily attainable. You know, there are certain fetishes out there where it's like you got to find a stone cold freak or somebody that's so down with you that they're gonna, they're down to pretend to be a stone cold freak. Mm. You know, if I'm like, what I like is boo boo in adult diapers. You got to boo make a boo boo in the adult <laughs> diaper in order for me to get aroused. I got to find a straight up certified baby, baby freak. You know, or a woman that's like, I find this horrifying, but I'm gonna p- put the diaper on for you and make a boo boo in it. Because I just love you that much. But this, I like to be a guy who's a little stinky. The guy doesn't have to do anything. He just has to not shower. You know how easy it is for me to not shower? I just don't shower. Uh, Just so you know, I like the opposite of that. You like a fragrant man. Yes. You like a fragrant fluff. It electrifies you when when I say to you, honey, I'm going to go take a shower. (laughs) It does. Right? You have a feeling you can't describe. (laughs) When I'm like, hey, I'm going to go t- be taking a shower and I'm going to... It's a fetish. I have a fetish for a showered man. <laughs> you know, in a way, a fetish is debilitating. I would love our fetish listeners to write in and tell us what it's like. But it's like, in a way, a fetish is extremely debilitating because it's like you need something so specific in order to really get what you want. But in another way, it's incredible. it must be incredibly liberating because you're like, there's a shortcut to me being like really turned on. Like anytime I'm kind of not with it, all I got to do is like, have you run six miles or come back and I'm going to be busting in them pits. That was very eloquent. Thank you, my dear. Okay, let's hear another one. Hi, cuties. Um, So I have a secret. uh, And that secret is that years ago... (laughs) Before I started my online um, sex work business, um, I worked at a hair salon 
and the management there was really crappy. So one time I really just didn't want to go into work. I was feeling really just like emotionally drained and miserable. So I told my manager that my brother was in the hospital, um, that he got into like a really bad car accident and he's like really badly injured. And I dragged this on for, I think, a few days. And eventually I told my salon that my brother had died. Um, and then I just stopped showing up to work altogether with no two weeks or anything. <laughs> but um, I don't regret it. And I think it's a really funny story to, to tell people. I hope that made you laugh or cringe. Bye. Do you tell your brother? Is your brother one of those people? I always feel like it's bad luck to say that like somebody died or somebody's sick who isn't. Well, the, that's who's the, very close to you. The funny part to me is how does the person feel if they find out about it? How does brother feel in that scenario? I mean, would you be offended if I said I, I had like, let's say you were less high profile and I had something I had to get out of, and I was like, I'm so sorry, my wife recently passed away. <laughs> She had Lou Gehrig's disease and she passed away this week. Would you be upset? No, I mean... If, you if wouldn't? It, I would be freaked out, I think. I mean, it depends, but it seems like if it's just to, you know... I had to get out of a work obligation. So I said you were struck by a train. You had your I, iPods, your I, iPod Pros on and you were just really grooving out. That would be weird. That would to, be... Yeah, yeah. You, you were listening to Bell and Sebastian really loud and... uh. An Amtrak train just came and struck you. <laughs> I would say the person who told who told that lie would probably be a, slightly a psychopath. <laughs> Wait, I have like forty more scenarios in which you, you die, and they just come to me very easily. I'm not saying she's detail. a psychopath, but you know. No, I don't think that. that by the way, sex work. I was wondering about sex work because you know Backpage got shut down, Craigslist got shut down. Sesta Fosta or whatever it's called. Did you used to get those, Mosh? Sex workers? Yeah, would you get the No. The papers and I would look on Backpage a lot, just like it was kind of like arousing, you know? Mm -hmm. But I didn't ever hire a sex worker off of Backpage. You just no. kinda jerked off to it in the morning. Yeah, in the morning. Before work. Yeah. Before work. Doesn't everybody everybody looks at sex workers uh Isn't that a bachelor's ads. life? That's a bachelor's life. Right before work, before you clock in. <laughs> You go to Backpage and you and you uh, you look up armpit and you get you get electrified. But here's my question: How are these sex workers finding clients? Can we get all umami popcorn back on the? What's her name again? Inari popcorn. Let's get all old onion ring popcorn back over here on the podcast. Find out how she's how she's getting uh, clients in the uh, in the Sesta Fosta era. Yeah, maybe we should uh, check back with her next week. Well, let's do that. Would you guys like to hear? Would you guys like to hear from Beefcake, uh, Inari Beefcake? Hell yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's hear another secret. Actually, can we look? Oh, we can't. That's her not a real name. I remember. I want to look her up. We can find out her name. Get her some clients. You know. All right, let's hear another secret. Yeah, my secret uh, relates to taking off shoes inside um, where I live. People tend to do it in most houses and I can't stand it. And um, the rationale that I can't stand it has nothing to do with hygiene or cleanliness. It's just I have a lot of really cool shoes and you pick out an outfit to make the shoes go together. You're going to a friend's house or a dinner party or something. You want to look good. So what I do is um, I take when I'm going somewhere a 
different pair of shoes that kind of look like slippers or whatever, but look good with the outfit. And then I tell them, oh, they're my house shoes and I've got some issues, but I have to wear something. And so I just fly to my friends and then bring an extra cool pair of shoes that I tell them are just for houses. So that's my way of dealing with it. You know, I feel him. But also you have to tell your friends you have issues and you need house slippers. Well, that's that's called being a slave to fashion. He's like, I need to look good so much I'm willing to let all of my friends think that I have extreme warts. I got plantar fasciitis and I'm just not, I can't take the shoes off. Did I hear him though? I'm working right now. The writer's room that I'm in right now is a shoes off room. Writer's room. I'm just like, what? It is. Yeah. It's like, what? And I got to look at like dirty socks all day. I rather shoes are cool. That's why they're. That's why they have them. Yeah, you just know. have to take the rugs out. Hey, Laura, why haven't we ever had a sock sponsor? I need some new socks too. I was in. I was. I was googling all cotton socks recently. No more printed socks, Moshe. I, that's what I'm saying. I have an issue. I literally threw away. I would say close to a hundred um, orphan socks today. Because I just can't find their their mate. I told you, all black. Just wear I don't all like black the way all black looks, socks. Natasha. Then do all the same stripe. Do all black and white I, stripe. I feel you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find the perfect sock. Actually, what find if I, your print. What if I do three? Can I do three? No. And order 100 of each? No. I'm going to spend over $6,000 in socks this year <laughs> to make sure that I never go through but this again. But one Why print, can't it be three? Only one. But I like to look differently. I don't want to only look like one thing all the time. Well. Do you notice me wearing one kind of condom? Every day no. you have mismatched socks leopard. on. I wear black and I wear strawberries. Have you noticed the condom selection? <laughs> I put on different ones every time. Maybe you're not even looking. I love the uh, strawberry. You love strawberry. Yeah, you asked for the strawberry. I was comfortable with just black and leopard. Leopard is like kind of where I let my wild, my, my wild animal out. All right, Natasha, what do you think? Should we call it a night? or should we... No, I want to hear one more. Okay, one more. Hey, guys. I have a secret. So I hate my boyfriend. I hate him so much. Mm. Um, I think he's gross. I think he's immature. He can't do anything for himself. Uh, feels like dating a child. However, um, he pays my rent. Mm. Um, and he comes from a very wealthy, wealthy, wealthy family, which is part of the reason why he can't do anything for himself. But, mm. uh, yeah, we go on yachts and we go on insane vacations and I mm. live in a beautiful apartment. Um, and I feel like it's an asshole for staying with him because I don't like him and Quite honestly, I don't really think he likes me, so I don't really know what we're doing, but it feels really nice to have things taken care of financially. I come from a background where um, I, I was poor. I was broke, so it, it feels nice, but I don't know if I'm sacrificing my joy. What what Can money bring happiness? I don't know, guys. I don't know what to do, and yeah. I guess that's my secret is that I'm a horrible person and I hate my boyfriend, but he pays my rent. Okay. Bye. I mean, stay an indentured servant as long as you'd like, but I think that that gets old. You ever have anybody pay your rent and trick on you like that? Yeah. People have helped me out. Help me out. <laughs> what are you like a 
a lady in New York City in the 70s? <laughs> no, I just mean Smoking like... more cigarette? Sometimes you don't... Sometimes you, you know, when you're young, you use people... For rent, though? That's like, for rent? Well, it seems like... I was never the one. She's in a situation. Yeah. I mean, until she said he pays my rent, I was like, Natasha, did you hire someone to leave your secret? It's like, it sounds like suspiciously like... <laughs> but why uh, do you want to live with someone you hate? Well, that's what I was thinking. She's like, I'm a horrible person. I mean, it's like, you, mean, might, you might be a horrible person, but the truth is, the real punishment is not that you're doing something wrong. The real punishment is that you've made life choices that are making you be miserable living with someone and sleeping with someone that you can't stand. It's like the punishment has already been wrought and it's that you're living with somebody that you, <laughs> you hate. It's like, what kind of good apartment is worth that? What if, what if she's like, well... I realize that I want to have like really nice things and yeah. I mean, I get if the choice is between being homeless and going hungry or living with this guy. Well, sure, that's an easy choice. But if the choice is between like a lower quality of life and living with somebody that you can't stand. It's like it seems pretty obvious what the choice is. Go fucking find a roommate and live in squalor and enjoy yourself so you can actually breathe when you're at home. Duh. It seems like a duh. Yeah, and. Hopefully, then you find someone who makes you happy, who you aren't calling a, a secrets hotline saying that you hate your partner. Yeah. Yeah. If you're really unhappy, though, you start a secrets hotline and you, with your partner, then you find a way to find love again. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tosh. <laughs> you make me happy every day. And you know what makes me even happier? What? When people call our hotline and leave secrets. That phone number is 213-222-8608. Or send us an email at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail. And don't attach a picture of your child. Just let us know that you've got a real banger and we'll let you know if we need you to send a pic of the child. But if you want to be a guest on the podcast, email us. Also, um, you can go to apple.co slash endlesshoneymoon. You can find us on YouTube, YouTube slash endlesshoneymoon. Natasha. Yes? I have to go, but... I do want to leave you with one thought. Yes. I love you. I love you too.